0: We are now witnessing greatness in LeBron James uh, coming to Los Angeles and really filling the shoes of other great Lakers. But if they really all tell the truth, it all goes back to one guy, and that's Elgin Baylor. Tell us the story about how you met Elgin Baylor. Well,
1: it's my favorite story in the world because when I went to high school, I grew up in Culver City, and I have a chapter in my book about that. But when I left Culver City... To go to Fairfax High School here in LA. Uh, I was playing on the C basketball team, and somebody said, Hey, you moved into the area where Elgin Baylor lives. And I said, Please, you got to be kidding me because he was my basketball idol. I saw Elgin play in the early 60s with Jerry West, who just turned 83 yesterday. And it was just, it was to me, it was like watching Babe Ruth uh, of his day play. That's how good Elgin Baylor was at the time. And Nobody, like Chick Hurd used to say all the time, uh, the greatest pound-for-pound player he'd ever seen. And he said that all the way up to uh, Magic Johnson and into the Michael Jordan era. Mm-hmm. But people just don't remember him except for folks my age and older. And I was in the, was above Doheny and Sunset Boulevard where my parents moved to, and I had to hitchhike because I didn't drive yet. And I would hitchhike every single day up the hill and back down the hill. And it was a, a grueling walk, so I had to do something. And the late Della Reese used to pick me up on a regular basis. And she was the nicest person in the world. But my whole thing was, I, where's Elgin? Where does he live? I've got to meet this guy. And finally, uh, one day I'm walking home. I get close to home, and here comes an old brown, uh, well, at that time it's, it's old now, but it, a, a beautiful brown giant uh, uh, cutlass. If you remember those old yep. cars, yep. Uh, and cutlass supreme. My, and I looked inside the window. It was Elgin Baylor, and I couldn't believe it. So, <laughs> Doc, the next several weeks, my entire life, and I told my mother, and she thought I was crazy. That uh, all I have to do, I've got to find out where Elgin lives. That's all. That's my whole life is about that. I used to walk up and down the streets, little cul-de-sacs. Where is that car? And I finally found it, and I had the nerve to knock on the door. And uh, his first wife, Ruby, answered the door, and I said, Hi, I'm Ted. I'm a neighbor. I just wanted to meet Elgin and just to say hello. And he came. She said, You come back th- tomorrow at the same time. He was still playing at this time. And she said, If you come back tomorrow at this time, he will be available for you. Uh, it would be very nice of you to stop by. So I ran home, and I told my mother, I said, Elgin's going to meet me tomorrow. And the next day, I came home from school, and I ran back up the hill, and I was pounding. And as a doctor, you'll appreciate this, because I, in my book, I describe that as I'm knocking on the door, if I was an old man, I would have keeled over from cardiac arrest, because I could hear my heart pounding. Yeah. And finally, the door opens, and it's Mrs. Baylor again. She says, one second, I will get Elgin. And he walked, and the first thing is, hi, I'm Elgin, like I didn't know. (laughs) And he invited me in his house and brought me immediately into his trophy room. And that, to me, was one of the greatest 15 minutes of all time. And I just stared around like I was in Cooperstown. It was just unbelievable. And it got to the point, Doc, that he ended up um, taking me to games. And uh, I I went to Elgin Baylor night with him. And we just had a blast together. I got to know his kids, and I would shoot baskets in his backyard. Can you imagine that happening today? It is totally impossible.
0: Yeah, but, you know, I, I, hate, I hate for a young person to hear that it was great then. I'd rather them be inspired by your story. Yes, you cannot do that today, but yes. what, what a young person now, if, if Ted Sobel— I love this question. Yes. You know, if <laughs> if how young are you now, Ted? I'm 67 years young. Right. So, if 67 year old Ted Sobel could talk to 60, because we have a lot of people who are 16 years old listening to the show, if he could talk to 16 year old Ted Sobel, what would he tell him? And I'm talking about right now. You know, I yeah. would tell him. Let's hear what you would tell a 16 year old Ted Sobel. Well, I would tell Ted Sobel, you've got to live your passion. Mm. And that's what it's all about. And if you don't have a passion,
1: you better find one because mm-hmm. that's what life's about. You Otherwise, you're just breathing. You're a leaf.
0: right?
1: And leaves fall from the tree and it's all over. So you want to spend your life on, on a tree, you want to at least have a nice view. Yeah. So live your passion. And mm-hmm. if you have passion, then you're going to do the things that I did. You're going to look for Elgin Baylor's of the world. You're going to look for the LeBron Jameses. And it may not be so easy. They might have a moat with alligators and 500 security people in front of their house, but it doesn't mean you can't try. And guess what? You'll have stories to tell about how you tried.